welcome back to another episode, guys. And honestly, I am beyond stoked for this episode because I have not only one, but two of my new best friends that I have made here at college. I am, like I said in my last episode, I think it was my last episode or the one before that, but I am here in North Carolina now in Charlotte. And to say that I've experienced culture shock is just the bare minimum of a statement. But nonetheless, I'm here and, you know, I'm I'm here in an act of obedience to God and to truly that is how I met that these girls on this podcast. I have with me Mary Walker and Sophia Nicholas, and they are also freshmen. So I'll let them introduce themselves, where they're from in North Carolina, majors and, you know, whatever else they want to share. Hello, guys. My name is Mary. I'm from Cary, North Carolina, and I'm a freshman and I'm majoring in nursing, pre-nursing. I'm Sophia. I'm also from Cary, and I'm undecided on my major. We are neighbors. <laughs> yes, the thing about these girls is that they came here as best friends and dorming together, and then I just, like, happened to meet them, and now we're, like, a triplet, like yeah. a triplet situation, trio. you know? Trio yeah, trio is, I think, more correct yeah. than, than triplet. Yeah. <laughs> but She hopped right in, as some would say. Yes, but nonetheless, you know, so actually I met them by... I was like, I was working out and I just didn't know what to do with myself for the night, but I knew that there was this like youth group, whatever, like campus ministry thing going on. And I was kind of scared to show up alone because I didn't know anybody. I was like, you know what? The Lord is obviously calling me to this place right now because I have it on my heart and I can't stop thinking about it. And what else am I going to go back and do to my dorm? Like just sit there. So I showed up and it wasn't until like small group time that, that we I, were talking. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I was just like, you know when you hear somebody speak and you're like, yeah, that's me. Like, yeah, yeah I know I fit in. Yeah. So so we ended up just – that was, like, the start of how we met each other. Yeah. And then from there, we've literally been hanging out, like, every single day. Yeah. But I think, too, like, it wasn't, like – it was a week into college, I think, before we met. Mm-hmm. And that first week was honestly brutal. I don't know. I know I've talked to a couple other people who have just said, like, it's just so hard going from so many friends to no friends yeah, going from built-in community of family to absolutely nobody and then having to be like picky and choosy because you have so much more options in college yeah. and you have to be wise about who you're gonna allow in your inner circle yeah. yeah I think for us what was harder was that we had each other so it was harder to reach out and branch out um, to find more people in Christian community because we're so used to having our Christian community at home. Christian so it kind community, of felt, I love that. Yeah, so it felt like we hadn't really left. And then we felt super homesick, but we had each other. So we were just in the dorm a lot, and it was yeah. just hard, like, figuring out. Yeah, I feel like we had to force out. each other to, like, we get did. out. And, yes. like, mm-hmm. and then when we met Madeline, it was us talking about, I think it was partying and, like, yeah. being extroverted and the temptation to, like, go to these parties and maybe not drink or participate in anything but just be there because that's where everyone is and just that temptation the loneliness that goes with that yeah and like it's obviously a conviction um I think at least for me not to go to those things but that's hard as an extrovert to want to be where everyone else is and experiencing FOMO and stuff yes and and I'll say this too like the thing that I love about these girls is like Mary is like the definition of Hold on, I wrote these down because I didn't want to forget because I wanted to remind <laughs> y'all of why I love these girls. But like joy, like just pure joy. Like she, you know, when the Bible says like have childlike faith, you know, just be so joyful in everything that you yeah. do and just follow the Lord blindly. And then, Mar- I mean, Sophia is just so like there's a calmness and like a wiseness about like when you're yeah, in Yeah, me and Madeline presence. always talk about that. Yes, <laughs> and when you're around her, like you kind of just remind yourself like everything's okay like there's no need to be so dramatic there's no need to be so worked up but we were talking woman yes very practical woman and we were talking about this at Mm -hmm. um 
you know, like as because me and Mary are intro- or extroverts, and I would say Sophia, you're more of an introvert. I'd say omnivert kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like she kind of needs time, I think, to recharge, but mm-hmm. she doesn't always need to be with people. Yeah. To me, it's a fault, but she doesn't always need to be with people. Yes. Which... And that's kind of yeah. And like back to what you said too, like that temptation of you know maybe you're not in college right now, but you're in high school, or you know you're in the workplace, or wherever it is, like walking into a situation not participating in something can be so lonely Mm -hmm. whether you have people like support and community or not yeah it's a lonely battle within your own head to like what you were saying about the parties yeah yeah i would agree (laughs) (laughs) no i think that um in high school it was a lot easier because i had my family around for me i'm super close with my dad so he was always encouraging me when i didn't really have anybody and i think that that helped a lot and then my closest christian friends ended up not really staying to the path i guess you could say um and that got super lonely and i think coming to college it's more just like the message is always in your ears like it's just for the college experience you just need to meet people Mm -hmm. and i think like for us we we're really blessed to have met each other because we have really like a close-knit um friendship and we relate a lot on like the lord and everything Mm -hmm. um so i think that what the lord's given me peace about is that that's way more valuable than having a huge friend group that you do everything with and it's so shallow like you don't talk about anything like us three talk about everything every like detail everything. like we yeah. gotta get into it yeah <laughs> yes yeah Look at every outlook yes, yes. exactly yeah. so i think like that's what was hard moving here was not having that i don't know see for me like in high school i feel like there was so much more coming from a small town where like the partying scene the drinking scene mm-hmm. is is so big stepping here now and finding like the importance of finding community is that now here i'm not like, yes, that temptation is there, but it's so much easier for me to say no because I have reliable people that okay, I know yeah. aren't going to tempt me, that I know aren't going to be like, you know, encouraging me to just give in just one time. Right. So it, it's almost like deep in my faith on a whole nother level, being able to be like, I'm not even thinking about that yeah. nearly as much yeah. because I have that support with me, surrounding mm-hmm. me to be able to walk more into what the Lord is calling me. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, if you've listened to my other episodes and uh, it's my in my first episode, kind of explaining why I moved down to North Carolina. But, you know, long story short is I came here to pursue God and literally living in where he has called me. Mm-hmm. I'm just receiving blessings on blessings and like realizing like it's so much easier to see you know, why I'm here and to live out why I'm here because Mm -hmm. my mind is in check and, like, I have one focus, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sophia, share a little (laughs) bit about your transition to college. college. Yeah, spiritually. I mean, I think... I was not at all really knowing what I was going to do when I came to Char- mm-hmm. Charlotte. Like, obviously, I'm an undecided major. Like, I really do not, like, mm-hmm. know much about why I'm here. But I kind of – I just had a piece about coming here. I knew mm-hmm. Charlotte was the place for me. And I think since I've got here, it's just, like, God has really just been showing me, like, this is where I want you, and you just have to, like, trust me mm-hmm. in that. Because yeah. even though, like, you may not see what I'm doing right now, like – he's working God is working in my life like I know like even if it's a little behind the scenes I know that I can kind of just like do what I know God has called me to do and mm-hmm. kind of wait for the bigger picture and the rest of it yeah. and I love your story because I think a lot of times people you know have this idea that you know it's gonna be like some ordained purpose that God is just gonna so clearly lay out for you and you it's I just had peace about it yeah. and I'm just obeying in that peace. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what the next day is going to bring. I don't know what my degree is going to bring, what my major is going to be, you know, yada, 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 what I'm going to find, but I'm obeying it every single day of God will lead me through 
one day at a time. Yeah. yeah. And dude, it took us months to oh, decide. Yes, yeah. yeah, so y'all need to kind of explain yes. what you were thinking. So I'll start by saying like the beginning of my senior year, I was fully planning on community college. I wasn't even going to apply to any university. I was like, I, I think that that really came from a fear of financial insecurity. And that's kind of a deeper rooted thing that the Lord's um, been revealing to me while being here. But um, yeah, I just like had so much fear of being financially insecure or, you know, like i I did feel in my heart that I'd have more fun and, you know, um, just really enjoy being in a university, but I didn't even accept that that could be a possibility for me until my mom actually encouraged me to apply. So I started applying and we were only going to apply to App State. We only applied early to one school. Yes. Which for those of you who are not from North Carolina, like (laughs) me, that is Appalachian State. And where is that in Boone, North Carolina? So it's like, in the so mountains. not us it's, it's unreal super, yeah. like we visited during the fall and, and it, was it was so like, pretty picture perfect yes, oh, like so perfect and we were like oh my gosh and i said so this is the only place i'm applying to like i don't care <laughs> so don't then care. christmas break rolls around mm-hmm. we pull into february and <laughs> i don't know if you guys know a lot about the college applying process but application yeah. deadlines close in february yeah and it was probably one week before all of the application deadlines closed yeah and me and mary were i don't know what we were doing but i was like i think we need to apply to more schools yeah like, specifically charlotte because I, that yeah, was the last did, on my list oh yeah i did specifically say i was like i think we need to apply to charlotte and wilmington mm-hmm. and you know, we just sat down one afternoon in my applied. mom's sewing room. Yeah. And we applied and, and I was we like, didn't really I'm have much of a reason. Charlotte. Like we were basically just I don't know why we even did it. Like we had already yeah. gotten See, into isn't that crazy that like it was schools. the last place you would have chosen? Yes. And, and now you're here. Not and now you're at yeah. peace about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And not just here. Oh yeah. Months. Like we got, we got letters, into these schools. Um, all every school we applied to we got into. And we were like, and they were pretty easy schools. I mean, that's yeah. not really. We are, we are the highest drivers. Like, yeah, like, we are like... not the highest drivers, let's tell you. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, so we would dr- go on drives and me and Seth would go on like eight hour drives. Like we were driving around and we were just like, you know what? Like I literally don't know where we want to go. Um, but I felt it on my heart for a while, like probably a month. And y'all knew that we you decided... were going to go somewhere together. Oh yeah, that was yeah, like that was kind of like not a question. Yeah, because... that was not a question. Everyone was encouraging us. They're like, "Girls, like you might need to separate." We're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," but we knew we weren't going. Yeah, to. like yeah. we knew we needed, which wasn't always the case. I mean, beforehand, we didn't really care about coming to college together. But then it got to that point where we were like, "No, we have to go to college yeah. together." Yeah. Um. So I had Charlotte on my heart for a while, but yeah. I didn't really like. I was just like, I'll just let Soap decide. Honestly, like I'll be fine anywhere. Yeah. Songs were together, and then one day she was just like, "Mary, I really feel it on my heart. Like we need." to go to charlotte see and the thing about charlotte for me is i had this like fear of going to charlotte or i don't even it's like you know but i had a fear of coming to charlotte i really was like i just don't like i don't want to go there i Mm -hmm. like simply put i did not want to go there like you can like i looked back in my journal the other day and it was like and like i think i'm supposed to go to charlotte but i don't want to and like that's what it says and it was like probably in like january or february that i read that See, the thing i love about journaling too is like I, I looked back on my journal the other day and I was like mm-hmm. writing down like Lord please make it clear of what I'm supposed to do in this situation mm-hmm. and you know what the Lord did ripped it away or made it really clear like he just mm-hmm. you know he put a situation in my life or an opportunity in my life and that's what it's that's what's so crazy like I'll let you guys keep telling your story but like 
the more you just like tap into God, the more he reveals it over time and can yes. truly change your heart and yeah. your, it's you, crazy. your desires. It's not your plan. It's oh, his yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, journaling for me has always been a thing ever since. So I became a Christian in eighth grade and I, um, ever since then just started journaling. I have like 20 journals probably full since then like front to back full um and I think looking back on it is really like it's special I mean I'm trying to get back into it I don't write as much now um but it is special to look back and see like where I started in eighth grade and honestly even to see like the progression of like eighth and ninth grade I'd say I was probably closer to the Lord than I was in like 10th and 11th and to just see like the distractions that came in and kind of like you were saying like the childlike faith that was sort of lost in some of those years and like through some of the things I went through so I feel like yeah I don't know I think it's a really cool thing to be able to look back on and I get so caught up in the thing about me is I only journal when I'm really going through it which (laughs) which is kind of funny to like watch like read back because I think like wow you're so dramatic Madeline yeah but I mean in that moment I think I'm just like I just need to get it out and like truly lay it at the feet the feet of the cross you know Mm -hmm. like the feet of of Lord but I used to get so caught up. I want it to be cute. I want a cute Bible verse to go along with it. Now it's like just chicken scratch handwriting. And I don't even care. I'm just like pouring my heart out. Like my hand can't stop writing as as fast as I, you know, I'm thinking. So I think it's like, it's a prayer, but it's also just like a cry out to the Lord. Like everything that's on my heart that I wouldn't necessarily say in like a group setting or a group prayer. Like it's just everything poured out right there for him. And I think in my notes app, I write a lot too, because I'll be like in class or Oh, it's full. That's it like, that's where full, I did the baby. most because yes. I'm like, I just, I hate writing. Like mm-hmm. with my hand, I'm yeah, like, this is a chore for me. And then yeah. I get the ink all over my pinky and I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Not yes. it. Mm-hmm. But I still do it. But I think I like my notes off a lot more. Yeah. I'm it's like, just like it's way so, more accessible. Yeah. To me, yeah. You know? So, okay. So back to what you were saying too, with like the, where were y'all at in the story? You were saying how she kind of was like, oh, oh it's yeah. on my heart to go to Charlotte. Um, yeah. That was like the Lord definitely because oh, yeah. I knew I mean, it we was... had been, I think, praying about that for ages because I think it was pretty clear after we applied to Charlotte and Wilmington that app was pretty off the table, mm-hmm. I think. But we still, we didn't really want to say that. Like we still went we like, back, oh. did another tour. Yeah. But while we were there, it was, it was genuinely March or April and it was snowing. And when I we think our, our parents would have wanted us to go. To- we I, were, like, I don't know. To the I think, yeah. I think our parents were happy wherever we were wherever, going. As long like, as we were going. <laughs> like, they were, yes. And even I think after we decided on Charlotte, we were still not a hundred percent like, set on going like throughout the whole summer like after we like did our housing did the whole thing we were still like oh let's just go to community college Uh let's just not go like we'll be fine you know we can just stay at home for another two years like another year and it was just like I think the end of the day we were like okay we literally just have to trust this and go and it was also like I was talking to my parents and I was like mom and dad like I do not want to go to I do not want to go to university like I think that this is not my calling I think that I don't have the funds for it I don't think that like you know and I felt like and they immediately were like no Mary you have to go like you're going like I'm not letting you not go and Mm -hmm. that was like interesting for me because they struggle a lot financially so that was like and the fact that they're like yeah go and you know you'll get into debt and everything but the lord will provide for you and like my dad has so much faith when it comes to money he like i mean he grew up as a missionary child and he lived on a ship for a lot of his childhood and you know like had been to so many countries before like the age of 10 and he you know saw poverty and he saw like his dad 
um, they had six kids in the family and his dad was a street preacher and they had literally no money. And so like he saw how faith carries, like it's not money that carries. So I think that, I don't know if anyone who's listening struggles with that fear, but that was something I really struggled with coming Mm -hmm. up to college. I was like, I can't do this. And I think this, like at midweek, you know, youth group, they were talking about this week and it relates to both of what you were saying that when you have that, like feeling from God or that calling from God, mm-hmm. you have to act quick. Otherwise the devil will start taking it. You know, the devil yeah. will start giving you the logical reasons, the financial reasons why not to do this, even though you know God is calling you to pursue mm-hmm. this. Or, you know, the the fear of judgment, you know, the, the devil will start working that into your mind. And if you don't act instantly, yeah. you're, you know, your mind just starts running crazy yeah. of, of all the if, ands, or buts, you know? Yeah, for sure. and, and you have to learn to take control of that and control of your mind in those situations. Otherwise, you won't end up being a servant of God, you know? And I think too, we were talking about what do we want to talk about on this podcast earlier? And that leads into, you know, feeling purposeless, purposelessness, is that the right word? Yeah. (laughs) You know, in college and you're kind of just like going through the motions and you're not necessarily acting on anything that the Lord is putting on your heart. You're not, you know, like you said, evangelizing and, you know, it's just going to classes, hanging out with your friends. I mean, you're going to church, but it's like, I feel like when you get outside of that, it can be hard to like, what am I actually doing here? Yeah. And it's hard. Like you called me here, Lord. What do you want me to do? I think it's hard too when your college experience looks so different from everyone else's. Like, you know, I think that when I think something that the Lord really put in my heart when I moved here was that like, I have to be really intentional now because at home I had my parents, I had my family, I had, you know, our home church. We had a secure church that we had like girls that we were super close with. We had our leader that we would meet up with all the time. Like we were really secure there. And like my faith was, I mean, honestly, my faith has been way stronger coming here, but like it was kind of on the rocks yeah. at home, like towards it's the end. It's been solidified like, in my views yes, here. Yes. Like the last year. Oh yeah. Like the last year of senior year was super rocky for my relationship the Lord I mean like the first six months I was barely speaking to him because I was like processing a lot of not really traumas but just like things that went really deep into my heart um that I never really processed and so I think that um coming to college it's really hard when you see that everyone else like you know they're bored on a Saturday night where are they going like why can't I join them or you know they have like I was it might have been you or it might have been my other friend, but I was in the dining hall yesterday and I saw like this huge group. It was probably like 10 people, like five girls, five guys, whatever. And I was like, how are people finding groups like that? But I walk by and I hear like one snippet of their conversation. It's the most shallow, like, you know, it was just like sickening kind of what they were talking about. And I was like, why is that something that looks so good from the outside, but from the inside, like it's awful. Mm -hmm. Whereas like with us three, although it's only three of us right now, um what we talk about is like really wholesome and like we do encourage each other a lot we like you know push each other in wisdom and truth and everything so I think that I don't know that's been something that was on my heart coming here I don't know yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. since Soph is the wise one I'm sure she's got something to to say (laughs) on this (laughs) I feel like with feeling purposeless in college I mean like especially for me because I literally do not know what I'm doing here it's like I wake up and I'm like okay, what is my purpose? And I mm-hmm. feel like I have to remind myself of that kind of constantly. Like I am on this earth like to make disciples. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, like recently, it's just not even like, I mean, obviously like trying to like talk to people about Jesus and stuff is super important, but I feel like I've just even 
been doing the little things like just yeah. showing kindness and love to people mm-hmm. like holding the door open that extra second even right. though it's a little awkward yes, like yes. smiling at people just kind of showing everyone that even though I might not be living the most exciting life right now yeah. in the terms of like the world I am still like full of joy and love and I have yeah. like a hope and stuff mm-hmm. that a lot of people who are living for the world and in the world don't have like nobody really who is going to these parties like has a hope for their yeah. future mm-hmm. in the way that we do like with God yeah yeah and I think like it's so awesome to not have to put our hope in an experience like mm-hmm. we have an eternity waiting for us like we have streets of gold waiting for us we have like a meal with the Lord for eternity waiting for us and like constant relationship constant joy no pain like that's what's awaiting us and we know that the rest is 60 years and like that's a breeze that's a vapor like as the bible puts it our life is a vapor so these four years in college has nothing to do with an experience it has everything to do with like are you going to be faithful with where the lord has you and even in the quiet places and where no one's seeing it or social media isn't seeing it, your family's not seeing it, your home church isn't seeing it. Like, are you still pursuing the Lord? And are you mm-hmm. still spending time with him? I mean, for me, coming to college made my time with the Lord way better. Like I read my Bible way more now. And our purpose is truly at the end of the day, just to be close to him. And that reminds me of, so in youth group last year, I preached a sermon about how purpose can be the idea of purpose is so I think skewed in society it's Mm -hmm. almost like you did this as your career you Mm -hmm. were this type of person but ultimately your purpose is to show up as the person you want to be Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. and you will impact somebody with that Mm -hmm. and you know you're not gonna know all the answers to everything you know you may not know your major you may not know specifically why you're here you know maybe you're still in high school and you're like I kind of just want to get through these next years or maybe it's the best years of your life you know in high school and Mm -hmm. you're truly just soaking everything up you know maybe you're in the workplace and you hate your job you love your job you know maybe you're you're trying to minister to a family member you know whatever that situation you're in right Mm -hmm. now you know I don't know the exact extent of your situation but I can tell you right now that you can show up every day as the person you're called to be. Mm-hmm. You can show up and live the life that Jesus has called you to live. And it's not every day is not going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, every day is not going to be some amazing experience, but you can still, you know, remain humble, remain joyful, um, praise the Lord. You know, like Sophia said, you know, holding the door open for somebody longer or, you know, smiling at people, just mm-hmm. being a true light to this world. Because ultimately mm-hmm. that's what our world needs right now. Yeah. 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 I just had something that I wanted to say, and then I literally forgot, but I'll remember it. It'll come back to me. <laughs> okay, go to what Madeline said yes. on being, like, the light of the world. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in college, as college freshmen, everybody is coming in <laughs> trying to look at okay everyone is trying to come in and like look for something like try and find their purpose try and find their people try and find all this stuff but we're coming into college like as christians like Mm -hmm. we know what our purpose is yeah we aren't like searching for the next Mm -hmm. experience like the next high anything like that Mm -hmm. because we have god and we can just be faithful in that i think too it's so it can be lonely to you know, look at the world and be like, I wish I could live that. But as a Christian, your life is called to look different. Your mm-hmm. life, your life's not going to look like everybody else's life, wherever mm-hmm. you're at. 
And I think that can be hard to wrap yeah. your mind around. Like you can think, oh yeah, I can do that. But to actually your emotions to align with that and your mm-hmm. and your thoughts to align with that is a whole nother thing. Yes. Yeah. I remember guys, I remember Get what it, I was girl. gonna say. <laughs> so said this the other night. I was like breaking down about something and I was like, I was like so like I was just so upset about something. And we like went back, you know, we were like fine at the end of it. And she said, um, she said you know the lord is holding us in his shirt pocket and i was like you know what that's really cute like he is (laughs) like that is what i'm holding on to like that little image of just like him holding on to us like that's what he's doing he's holding on to us and that person personal um and intimate relationship with him is what keeps us going Mm -hmm. and i think we idolize people so much like i idolize people so much whether that's one specific person yes whether that's one specific person at a time or if it's a group of people like i idolize people and i think that um you know like realizing and putting god back in his place and like really just standing in awe of him and looking up to him like when's the Mm -hmm. last time you like looked up to the lord like just took a minute to stop doing what you're doing and to just like gaze on him and see who he is um i think it puts people back in their place it's like these Mm -hmm. people are not who i made them to be in my mind like they're nowhere near perfect they're they would nowhere near complete me like you know and so i think that that's super important to do especially yeah 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 and I think that's good of you know reminding yourself I think for me I have to remind myself I'm not I'm not in Charlotte to pursue a degree I'm not in Charlotte to pursue a relationship Mm -hmm. I'm not in Charlotte to pursue friends um to get a status to my name Mm -hmm. um to gain followers I'm here for one reason only and that's God and to keep my mind focused on that and keep Mm -hmm. keep my eyes centered on on that because there's so many distractions of idols people money I mean, fame, you know, not that I would yeah. necessarily become famous, but, you know, being popular in the eyes of the world mm-hmm. is is yeah. so easily, it's very easily attainable and you can slip very quickly. So like what you said is like earlier, you know, consistently pursuing the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, because you're going to, you're going to, the less that you pursue the Lord, the easier it's going to be to slip up mm-hmm. and yeah. your, your mind and your heart's not going to be in check nearly as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this all just kind of leads back to the world is searching for mm-hmm. something and yeah. that something is God. And as Christians, we have to be a light so that everyone who's searching in these things that we're mentioning, like friends, money, fame, anything like that, like we can be the light so that we can point them to Jesus. And yeah, I think so that's true. just girl, that is so good. That's yeah. the perfect ending note to this podcast. <laughs> that wraps up everything. Yeah. But I cannot wait to see y'all in the next episode. And don't forget, like, leave a comment, leave a review. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's keep sharing the name of the Honey Pop podcast. And I love y'all so much. Again, see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.